Welcome back to another awesome episode of the Careful Boys, where we're extremely careful here. Let's dance I'm around. Careful. And we have a special guest today, Mr. Kunal. Yay! The famous Kunal. The famous Kunal. Famous from Shang-Chi. Oh. That's the whole IMDB, Shang-Chi. <laughs> I mean, that's the big, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Did you, how many lines did you have in Shang-Chi? Oh, man. I, almost three or four. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had a lot of, like, these faces, though. Good reaction. Yeah. That was yeah. good, yeah. Actually, uh, fun fact, the last shot of the movie is my face. Oh. Be before the credits roll. That's pretty cool. What? Last shot of the movie is me and Stephanie Sue, who's also, also great. Sick, we, We're going like this. Is that, what the, is that what the audition was? You just had to... <laughs> Show us a surprise What did what they make you do for the audition? Uh, they actually had the full scene. That first scene, which is a lot... It is a lot of that. It is a lot of like... What? Do you go in knowing that's your strength and you just can't wait to hit him with it? That I can make faces? Good faces? Yeah. You're like, I'm kind of an emoter, not to brag. Yeah. Just wait, you'll see my emotes. They're <laughs> really good. <laughs> Some auditions that you that didn't go well, and as you're walking out the door, you're like, hang on, can I just do one thing? <laughs> can I emote for yeah. you real quick? Was there, like, did you shoot, like, a bunch, and then it's all cutting room floor shit? And then you go see the movie, you're like, wow, cool, I'm uh, glad I brought my fucking entire family. <laughs> <laughs> you had, like, three monologues. Yeah, I, I was actually yeah, one of the main characters, and then they kind of uh, no. Wait, Shang Chi's that guy? <laughs> Mom, I swear to God, I was Shang Chi. Yeah. There was actually twenty rings. Uh, I was the other ten. Yeah. Got rid of the whole storyline. Yeah. Too many rings. You know, we're gonna do a reshoot with Simu as Shang Chi just for see if what happens. Is it true that she, that Simu wasn't wearing the jacket? It was, that was all just a green suit. <laughs> And they put the jacket and the jeans on him? Like CG? Yeah. They CG his jacket and his regular That's pants? That's And his jeans. Yeah. yeah. And, and his pants. his jeans? That's what I heard. He's just wearing a green screen suit. That's what I read. I mean, obviously I wasn't there for those shoot days, okay. so I wouldn't know. You're busy shooting the last scene and prepping for that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, I was shooting uh, Shang-Chi 2, so... Uh, oh. No. No, I wasn't. Aww. Uh, but that sounds insane. Sounds like a lot of work. So, oh, such overkill. But I heard not one piece of denim touched his body, not one square inch of his body. Why? Like he didn't want to? That was in his body. I don't know. Yeah. Religious yeah. reasons? Yeah. I just picture him in that green suit with the, just the <laughs> face showing. Just from top to bottom. He CG'd his hair too. <laughs> just to put a backpack on him. <laughs> but, but why though? Is he like anti-denim? I, I don't know. I just read about a fucking article on Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. <laughs> so for um, people who don't know, uh, this isn't Ritesh. <laughs> but we did mention Kunal when we were talking to Ritesh. Oh, but we, I had to bring it up because we kept on talking about Kunal while, while Ritesh is here. And he obviously does every movie with you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, that's an R writer. We only work together. He's coming with me. A duo. Yeah, yeah we're a duo. Like, like, who gets top billing? They're like, deal, four we, lines. We, we trade off. We oh, trade off, true. yeah. We trade off. We trade off in the last You one. guys share the same trailer, and then like when one of you guys doesn't want to do the line, it's like you send the other guy in. Yeah, we're basically Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a good um, impression of Ritesh? Oh, no. no. He has Why? one of you. He does? <laughs> Can you do him doing me? Didn't he do... Canal like slightly what, like last time. I feel like he racist, bro. I feel like he did canal a little bit. <laughs> did you just think he was me? But then, I, I but then I don't know if it was like a parody of you because he just kept saying he was so cool. He's like, I'm canal. I'm so cool. <laughs> I do cool. say that a lot. 
I do say that a lot. That's pretty good. Right, we'll be listening for that today. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys live together? No, we practically did though. Practically, yeah. just like we all practically lived together. Yeah. Because like their whole circle of friends, like they were always over. Like there was always. So there. you guys knew each other from the dance world, or like kind of just like UCI? Because yeah. you were close with uh, Lawrence, right? And then you yeah, guys and, the these, and this guy. Okay. Right. Right, Actually, uh, I wanted to take this moment on camera to formally do something that I haven't done in like 10 years and I probably should have. Make out with Kunal? <laughs> I actually want to apologize to Kunal. This is, what I, uh, this is what I did to you last time. I want to apologize to Kunal because there was a point in my... Uh, this is me it's going to get real gay right now. This is me being serious. Uh, okay, okay. It's getting I'm real. A, it, was, it, was, it was like 10 years ago, right before uh, I was about to uh, really take off into my, or try to have dance as my career, right? Uh, so I had quit my sales job when I was in Riverside, and I moved back home, blah, 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 right? So I was in this place where I had like no money, I was like living at home, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. Uh, and I started couch crashing at Lawrence's, right? Lawrence lived with Kunal, so I was also couch crashing at Kunal's. Right? You remember that? North Hollywood? Yeah, I know how. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was couch crashing, but you know that friend who's like such a fucking loser who doesn't know when to stop couch crashing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do know that. And I'm talking like I, I was I was I was there when people would get home. I was there when they would leave for work. And you're like, go have a good day at work. Yeah, I'm such I'm a like, good guy. I'm like not necessarily cleaning up after other people. I'm being respectful of myself, but you know, I'm not doing extra. Yeah. And then I remember there was a moment where finally like they had to have like a, a, a mini meeting. Oh no. And you know, but they're friends. So they're trying to be like cool about it. Oh, but wow. they're like, dude, like at the end of the day, it's like this fucking bum needs to like pay rent yeah. or something. How long did you stay for? I was honestly, I was probably like two months. Wow. <laughs> I'd say the max is a Month, max is a month. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Max is like, get on your fucking feet and figure yeah. shit out, you know. What dude, month. I should have known you back then. I would have been like, dude, this is what you do. I'm like you right now, right? Yeah. You spread <laughs> it out. You can stay for years and people won't even realize. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean spread it out? You have many friends. Take your uh -huh. sheet. And then you go you one go on week tour. here. <laughs> one week's probably the max. That's the problem though. All the friends were living together. He never had many friends is the problem. See? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Back to the point of the story. <laughs> I want to thank you and apologize for that time when I was a bum. I'm now just a normal bum that knows that you shouldn't do two months. You can only do a couple weeks at a time. So what, what did the talk like look like? You know when he went up and, and like confronted. Was it while you were yeah. sleeping on the couch? Yeah. They were just no, on the dining include, table. They didn't include hey. me in it. They <laughs> didn't include me <laughs> in the talk. Did Lawrence <laughs> tell you like, hey? Lawrence had to tell me. Oh. Lawrence had to tell me. Lawrence is a nice uh, guy too, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, hey man, like uh, you know the guys, we had to have a meeting and. Uh, uh, you're kind of staying here too long. <laughs> so was, was the thing that you needed to pay rent or leave? Yeah. So what got oh. you into this position where you had no money, you had no place to stay, and you enjoyed freeloading off of your friends? <laughs> enjoyed? When was this? You got enjoyment out of it. Um, that had to be 2011. Oh, okay. So if it was 2011, that means uh, I had just gotten laid off. From my old job, oh, and man. and that was also that was a hard year for me because I had also broken up with my ex girlfriend at the time. So you just needed comfort. Yeah. So I I was just lost and low, mm. uh, and then so when I decided to choose dance as a career, it was a very starving artist kind of lifestyle. So I also picked up a sushi waiting job with Lawrence because Lawrence had worked there oh, yeah, with the turtles. With the turtles, exactly. So then because I was working with him, and that was in La Cunada. Even though my home home, where my parents are, is in Border Park in OC. 
So there was no point of me trying to like go from OC all the way to La Cañada every day yeah, for my shift. Sure. So I would stay in North Hollywood, which is where they were living. And you know, since Lawrence was, he was training me at the sushi restaurant too. Oh. So it just made sense <laughs> for me to stay there, but I totally overstayed my So what'd you do after? Are you like, okay, I'm gonna pay or did you, did you Oh leave? yeah, what did you decide? I ended up uh, paying for um, a couple weeks because one of the roommates, Sui, was like going do he he went to go do something else so his bed was available so I did that and I obviously okay. offered I felt really bad and I offered but the second he came back I was just like I'm done I'm, I, I overstayed my welcome okay. and then I bounced good job yeah good and then job. I tried to get my shit together and finally I'm facing my friend after all this time yeah um, even though I've seen him in between but yeah well let me just say now that you bring this up uh, I'm gonna take this, this opportunity to say I don't remember any of this. <laughs> <laughs> It was so built up in your head, and there was nothing to this man, nothing. I like barely. Were... Here's here's the thing. Too. Was it Tesh that was there? Is that? <laughs> yeah. It was. It was, that, that it was he remembers more of the shits he took back then yeah. than this big thing that you built up for all no, these well, all here, this time. Here's the thing. I I think the reason why I don't really remember this is because you were probably like the fifth person that did that. Mm, I was. We, oh. like, like Matt Teo did that at the WeHo apartment and then ended up finagling his way into a permanent roommate into the Yeah, no yeah I, I remember that. And then at, in this WeHo apartment, the first place we lived in LA, there was six of us in a three bedroom apartment, right? Sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. But then people just kept getting added. Like, like Lawrence and Tony were on a bunk bed. These guys were like hell remember tw that, yeah. 26 years old in a bunk bed. <laughs> <laughs> but, but with Layla, the dog. Yeah, with the dog. And then people just kept getting added because they like similar situations or something. And so by the end of the year, we had 10 people living. It's a hostel. It, yeah, it was a hostel. Like just sleeping on the floor. This is the one on Crescent Heights, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah I, I almost loved you guys. <laughs> How come you guys didn't wow. get caught by your neighbors or anything like that? Dude, we had the chillest neighbors of all time. They were doing it too. Owners. Yeah. No, That's how you know. Probably. Probably. But we also had these neighbors below us that were an old couple. They were like a senior couple, but they were just the coolest people. Like we would literally go downstairs and run into them and be like, "Hey, sorry about the noise," because like we'd have parties and stuff, and and they'd go. It's okay, you're young, have fun. And we're wow. like, what's the? Today's video is brought to you by Feels. CBD is not about what you feel, it's about what you do not feel, such as stress, pain, anxiety, sleeplessness, all this crazy shit. I've been liking Feels, you know why? Why? So, I used to take it mainly at night, but now I started taking it during the day and what I realized is sometimes Monday through Friday, I got so much work on my mind. On the weekend where I'm trying to relax, I'm still like glued to work. You ever mm. been like that? Where you're like yeah. thinking about stuff, you're like, oh man, I need to relax and be with the family. But sometimes I feel like I'm not really present because I might have too much anxiety thinking about other things. I try jacking off. It doesn't work as good as feels. Yeah, I can't just jack off and mm -hmm. then make me feel good when I play with my son. Mm -hmm. So it's easier if I take feels, mm -hmm. take a couple drops under the tongue, relaxes me, I'm more present, less stress, less anxiety, and it feels really, really good. That's good. You know what's awesome about feels too is that like, it comes in this super discreet package. It shows up on your door, monthly subscription, super discreet just in case you guys don't want anybody else to know how you feel. Yeah, it's premium CBD, comes right to your door and they have a customer hotline. So, if you're like, oh man, it's my first time, I'm kind of scared, can someone walk me through this? You can call them and you got the homie on the phone that'll walk you through the whole process and if you become a member, 
They get to give you a discount and you don't have to worry about it anymore because it'll just come regularly. And it's super easy to use. You just put a few drops under your tongue and you're just like, um, nom, 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 nom. and then, you know, you could have an unwind method like I do for my sleepless nights. I get so dang tossy and turny, but with the feels, it just makes me feel all good. But the cool thing is there's no hangover. You know, you just put a couple of drops on your tongue and then you can feel it in minutes. And then for me, it just helps me relax and goes straight to sleep. So yeah, it's super helpful. Um, check it out, become a member today. Go to feels.com slash off the record to get 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash off the record to get 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Trust me, you're gonna feel good if you have problems sleeping or if you're dealing with anxiety. It's very helpful, it's premium CBD. Go to feels.com slash off the record to get 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Start feeling better with feels. What happened? Yeah, yeah. So sick, dude. <laughs> I mean, they are living in There was Hollywood. also a Kyle Deneen. Yeah. There's also like a white guy. Anytime you got a white guy there, it's like, I feel like you're safe. <laughs> it helps. It does help. It Remember, helps. They're literally sometimes cops will pull up and like yeah. all- They're like, the tell the white guy to open the door. All the minorities would go fucking hide in the rooms <laughs> and just the white guys would go out and we'd be good. I swear this happened a lot. Yeah, I since college. Not. Yeah, since college. Oh, the white guy's like, oh fuck, where's my sweater vest? <laughs> <laughs> my Letterman jacket. Oh, yeah. That'd be funny if you did that. That'd be funny if you did that and then the cops are fucking Chinese. <laughs> or the white guy's like, hey, don't worry, we're just raping cheerleaders. I'm like, oh, okay. That's fine. Wow. That's normal shit. Whoa. <laughs> See, only the white guy can say that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, that's what's going on, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's not, it's it not me putting my neck on a guillotine every time I come here. <laughs> Wait, so before all of this, you guys known each other in, in, in college? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. guys went to UCI? Yeah, yeah we, we all went, went, to, went to college together. So that, like, how did that happen? Like, you met them too out there? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we well, actually I, went to UCI. I went to UCI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you did, you did too? I didn't know that. I did, but by the time uh, I was living in Costa Mesa, I had already dropped out to do dance shit. Oh, okay. That's why. So, yeah, so when we were like kicking it a lot more, you were already out of UCI, which is why I never- I didn't go to UCI the same time as you. I yeah. went way later. I just yeah. thought you fucking oh. played video games and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, when I would go over to that house, I, I would always like, just like snoop in on Ryan to see what he was doing. Cause he's like interesting, he's an interesting motherfucker. He's an interesting yeah, he dude when he talks. And he's so fast when he talks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he would either be like playing like this most random like JRPG <laughs> yeah. or he'd be like composing a symphony on his fucking keyboard. Like, either or. Insane. Yeah, My favorite story about Ryan is like it was it was like 2001 and the worst thing that happened to him in 2001 is this Final Fantasy game ended weird. And that's and he cried. It ended sadly, and that oh, was and I cried. He yeah. cried about it in 2001, the same year as 9/11. This, <laughs> mother, this motherfucker's crying about a Final Fantasy game, dude. It really was. It was the same year. How dare you, dude? They asked me was the last time I cried, and my mind instantly went to when I beat Final Fantasy 10 in 2001. And he goes, "Oh, same year as 9/11. Okay." And I was like, "Oh shit, it was." You didn't even bring it up. Yeah, loves those RPGs though. Wait, what was the weird ending? Oh, not. It was just a very sad, romantic ending. Oh, yeah. okay. And he was like crying about it. Devastating. Like, he was, yeah, he was, he was pretty bummed. I, I, that's the last time I legitimately cried. It moved him. No. That Hollywood house through, you guys through were, all the disasters this country's been through. <laughs> that that Hollywood house you guys were all a part of was it like everyone's trying to pursue their 
lives and entertainment or like what was no, it? No, not not yet, right? Um, me and Lawrence had just started really going for it. Acting and stuff? Yeah, yeah. In the NoHo one, I had like just booked my first commercial, which was like a Wendy's commercial. That's right! Yeah, where I had to like stuff my face with burgers and spit it into a bucket. Like The spit bucket, yeah. yeah. Why, you couldn't wow. just eat it? Well, here's the thing, we had to take five bites every take. Mm. And so every time, our mouths were full. And by the end, there was three of us. We went through a hundred something burgers. Wow! It was like Shit. insane. Were they and delicious? No, no, they're cold. They're yeah, they're cold. cold. Yeah. They look so good in the back. So the front doesn't look good. The back. Not looks at all. Oh. Yeah, the front never looks good. That's that's oh. a Hollywood secret I learned that day. Was <laughs> they call the camera? Uh, it's like the camera side, mm. and so that that. Uh, backside is perfectly proportioned and looks great, mm. but on our side it was like smashed. It's the restaurant. Like, it's, it's the restaurant version. Yeah. Yeah. Just like bun. Didn't you want to flip it upside down and eat it like this? <laughs> no, because it's cold. Because if it's hot, it'll like smush, or the cheese will melt in a certain it's way. It's cold. But the yeah. lettuce will turn all soft, so it's all cold. How do they make the meat look like it's glistening when it's cold? Do they spray lube. stuff on it? Yeah. <laughs> they lube it up, dude. How did those bitches <laughs> in the Carl's Jr. commercials do it? Oh yeah. Well, they're washing a car, right? Yeah, they're washing the car. How the fuck did they do? They, they, and then they go, <laughs> and then they'll fucking hear the ketchup. Yeah. yeah, those used to be bangers. But it was like very cum-like. It was always very cum-like. I like that. I always like that a lot. Yeah. There's, there's like a fluffer who's yeah. on standby with like latex gloves, yeah. and they're like kind of like the fucking. Mm -hmm. What? Are, there's an actual word for the. Who's that blonde they always use? Cosmetologist yeah. or some shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for the Carl's Jr. commercial. They always use the same blonde for the Carl's Jr. one. I think it was just different blondes, but they yeah. all look the same to you. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> they're all like really famous. It was they're like Paris Hilton or something. Yeah, it was everybody hot. Yeah, everybody hot back then. Everybody was doing it. I swear to God, Jessica Simpson did it. Weren't you writing comedy before you started doing commercials? I remember you writing a lot of shit. Well, when we moved into WeHo, me and Lawrence were like, let's make a YouTube channel. And so we Studio did. 64, 68? Well, yeah, yeah we, 64, Studio 64 comedy. We, uh, yeah, somehow uh, tricked Joe and Bart into doing a video at one point. I wonder if it's like... Still up there, but it was so that's right. Is it, dumb? it was like that weird detective thing, and we were we filmed it at your apartment, right? Yeah, oh crap, what was that like in 2010 or some shit? Yeah, it had to be that's 10 years ago, dude. Yeah, 12 years ago, brother. Did you all um go to the same classes and stuff at UCI? Like, how did uh, uh actors and dancers all like get into the same friend group spot? Spot, yeah. Spot. Yeah, so there's this thing called Spot, which is Student Parent Orientation Program. That sounds whack! <laughs> <laughs> it does sound Student bad. Parent! Dude, hearing people talk about Spot, because like I came way later, and whenever it would just get mentioned, everyone in the room would act like it was some like glorious thing. They would go, oh, Spot, yes. What? I'm like, what the fuck is that? Because <laughs> what parents get involved by college? Look, you gotta understand, right? First of all, it, it, it sounds exactly as whack as I'm gonna describe it. <laughs> right? It is that, I'm not gonna lie. It just sounds like student-teacher conference. It's student-parent <laughs> orientation program. So what, what happens is when you're an incoming freshman to go to like UCI in this instance, right? Um, when you go there, before curriculum starts, you go there during the summer to get your orientation. So oh. you're going there, you, and usually you're staying there for the weekend, oh. and that's where you're starting to learn about random stuff. Campus life, where the dorms are, doing little tours, meeting with like a, an advisor initially to kind of help put your schedule together. It's all that normal shit to help an incoming freshman. Why does your parents gotta be there? <laughs> hmm? 
Uh, is it? Hey, okay, hey, okay. Can you just help? I guess. Hey, you can use your line now. I am a very cool guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a cool guy. <laughs> but, but in order to uh, choose the people who are fit to kind of orientate incoming freshmen, what they try to do is they try to pull like uh, an even representation of campus life. So they're usually selecting people from a, like a very vast type of uh, group of organizations, whether they be cultural clubs, sororities and fraternities, to blah, 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 blah. Yeah, dance teams, mm. martial arts, blah, blah, blah. Just so that there's kind of like a, a more holistic representation of what's possible. Therefore, different incoming freshmen might feel like they have somebody to like lean on. But behind the formal stuff is when we just fucking did drugs and got fucked okay, up. Okay, there it yeah. is. Well, here's, here's <laughs> more. Here Let's hail the Kumo right here, man. From the math team and the spelling bee team. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, like, when, when they were picking the people, like, they also picked people that were, like, the most fun, usually, or, like... Uh, you know, had good personalities oh and also God. some hotties. They picked a lot of oh, hotties. Yeah. No, go figure. <laughs> he made it. <laughs> yeah. That guy is a cool guy, bro. I'm a cool guy. I'm a cool guy. So you guys were a part of that group? What a catch first. Imagine this. This is also where a lot of us for the first time did like ecstasy. Yeah. You know oh, what I'm saying? So it's like in college. So it's kind of like you think you're a part of a student orientation program trying to facilitate shit for incoming freshmen, and then you end up embarking on one of the craziest personal life adventures yourself, thus bonding you to this group of people. You don't even give a fuck about the freshmen sometimes. You're just like, yo, that weekend was sick, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. UCI sees this and they're like, we're going to cancel Spop now. <laughs> They know. They know. They are. It's because of our year that they had to change the entire structure. What? Yeah, our year went too. They said no to drugs. So they dare. So so after ours, because we had weekend orientations, they started doing the the one day orientation, so it wouldn't get too crazy. Damn, that's too bad. That's hilarious. I think you guys ruined it for everybody. Because it really did sound like this fabled like awesome thing. Well, yeah, it was all about the training before, right? Because there was a semester of training before the actual orientation, and during that, that's when we all just partied together. It was like a bonding thing, huh? Yeah, and we and, the, and there was this weird thing where, in order to make it feel like, uh, I guess, neutral, you wouldn't disclose your affiliations or your organizations in the training. Some people would know, but you know, it's like, oh yeah, obviously we're part of the same, you know, fraternity or whatever. But you wouldn't go in there and be like, I'm part of this. It was just like humans on campus, and then you just like find your bonds, find your strengths, find your differences, blah 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 through the training, and then eventually at like the end of the training, you'd be like, oh, you're part of this, you're part of that, and so that was kind of an interesting little human. So interesting. Shut the fuck up. Dude. <laughs> Go fucking make some friends, Steve. <laughs> I can't I keep alienating him. Oh, you're, you're a Kappa Sigma? Dude, you were rolling balls last night and I was giving you a massage. Gotcha. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. My mom doesn't uh, subscribe to you guys, right? <laughs>